0: Are you overworked, overstressed, and overwhelmed? You want life to be different, but you don't even know how to get there. Man, oh man, I lived there myself. And in my experience with working with thousands of people from all walks of life, there is one simple thing that holds so many of us back, a lack of time management. We may know what we want, but we often don't know how to get there and don't feel like we can add one more thing into our already busy day. And that's exactly why I created the Dream Life Action Planner. It's a 90-day inspired game plan that will give you total clarity on your greatest priorities and skyrocket your productivity on the tasks that matter most. And now, for a limited time, you can get your own copy for free. And when you go to denisewalsh.com slash action, denisewalsh, dot com slash action, A-C-T-I-O-N. Put your information in and we will send this action planner directly to your inbox so you can set your goals, reprioritize your calendar, and design your dream life today. Big, big welcome back to the
1: Dreamcast. You guys, I'm really excited to learn from our next guest because I think as Mamas, I know, at least for me, we want our children to be healthy. We want to create a healthy environment. We want our homes to be healthy. We want our food to be healthy. We want to give our children the best that we can. And sometimes we don't know what we need to know until we know it. And once we know it, we can then make a change. (laughs) And our next guest is going to help support that. She is a certified group fitness and martial arts instructor health coach, lactation consultant, and natural health guru. She is really a jack-of-all-trades. She's actually the mastermind behind the allergy-friendly food recipes and do-it-yourself remedies featured on naturallivingfamily.com. And she loves to help fellow moms who are looking for natural ways to care for their families. She is the co-author of the book, The Essentials Diet and created the Toxic Free Health Home Makeover Bundle. So you guys, she has a little bit of everything talking about kids and babies and mamas and home. And she loves to teach us how to better create an environment naturally that can help all parties thrive. So big welcome to Mama Z. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, and we interviewed your husband, Dr. Z, a few weeks ago, and he shared with us how essential oils can be used kind of like as spices in our food, and we can cook with them and it helps with the inflammation. Yes. And so many of our listeners were mind blown because we've never thought about essential oils in that way. And there's just a lot of ways to use them. And he mentioned that I needed to talk to you as well, because you have a lot <laughs> of information and wisdom to share about how to take all of the natural health, like hopes and dreams that we have and actually make it practical in our lives. So before we jump into the how to's, I'd love for you to share a bit of your story, like what got you interested in natural health to begin with?
2: Well, actually, I had a chemical burn on my face many years ago, and two over the counter products reacted with my grandma's well water and ate at least four layers off of my skin. And my mom's uh, best friend is an Ojibwa Indian. And so she practiced that kind of medicine. And so she had talked to me about essential oils. I actually got my first little essential oil kit back in the seventh grade. And I started reading about skin and learned uh, just about some of the different products that we could use on our face naturally and really started my process then. So every time we had a cold or something going on, we'd always call Mrs. B and ask her what kind of tea and tincture and potion that she could come up with. But mind you, my dad's side of the family, definitely more medically minded. He actually created GMO corn, believe it or not. He worked for Monsanto through Dow Chemical and created GMO corn. So they told him at the time that it would it might cause a little bit more allergies and the food might not be as nutrient dense, but we're going to save the world. And so that was kind of the the thought behind that. Well, I just happened to be one of those people that had all those allergies and it affected me in so many ways. Even from the, the time I was two years old, I was plagued with gut issues and chronic diarrhea and other things. And back then the only thing that they did naturally was really like feed you version of what to do, which um, I had allergies to that. And so I grew up literally, you fast forward to my twenties and I actually never at least 10 years, 15 years now. I look younger now than I, in my forties than I did in my 20s, started that when I became a Christian and I, I was, I I grew up in a level, but I didn't know the Lord Jesus like I do now. And I was in worship for the first time I really experienced and I felt God in a totally different way. And I knew that God wanted me to be healed. I knew that he wanted me to be whole in the place that I was. And so from that moment, I started learning about from my pastor about the dynamics of fasting and um isaiah 58 and and all the benefits of fasting and i ended up doing a 10-day water fast and got off all of my prescription drugs i had weaned myself off of one prior to but the other one to not take anymore and in that 10 days i saw black stuff coming out of my pores and and, um i had asked the bothering me why is it every time i go out to eat i feel bad and it takes me days to recover And um, before my fast, I had really narrowed a big trigger for me, but I knew that there was other things. And that's when I met Eric shortly after about inflammatory foods and some of the other things that needed to be weeded out of my diet. And, you know, everything he made was green or brown and it was healthy, but it didn't really look good. And being the daughter of a culinary herbalist who made beautiful food, even though it wasn't healthy, I knew we could do better. So over the next, I got pregnant. Um, One time I came home and on my Super Greens container, it was a stick figure with big hair and a diamond ring. And it just stuck the name Mama Z was that it would be Mama Z's lasagna or this. And then that's how we knew when we looked in the recipe box that it was and the inflammatory ingredients. So now, you know, so many years later, we actually had so many people ask us, asking people recipes that I, I said, honey, do you think we can maybe add that to our website? Because I could think all of these when our recipe database was born. Mm.
1: You know, I do. I think that God can take our struggles and transform them into ways we give back, right? We always say your message or your struggle is your strength. And so I love that you have your own personal experience of what it feels like to not feel good and to be eating inflammatory foods, to have a digestive system that isn't working, that then bleeds into all other areas of your life. And because you kind of came out on the other side, you have now all this wisdom and knowledge to share with us. I am really interested in the GMO corn really quick because there are maybe some people who don't quite understand what that is and how it impacts not just corn, but all like lots of other foods in our grocery stores.
2: That's evolved over time. The idea, you know, at first was really to help the farmers yield a higher percentage for their crop. And so in order to do that, you know, you have weather factors, you have pests, certain elements into the actual seed to make the actual fruit unattractive to threats. Then it allowed the percentage of growth to be at a higher to farmers that are GMO farmers. I do it that don't do GMOs and you know we produce not GMOs and you know over time that has changed and you'll see it could be cotton it could yield a higher percentage and you'll see this is crop number such and such and you know that that's not it's definitely not going to be not non-GMO. but if it does say organic that means right. Right, right,
1: right. So GMO stands for genetically modified organism, right? So I know with the GMO corn, it not only is in the corn, but it's in the other crops, as you mentioned, but it's also in the food that animals eat. And then when we eat that food, it impacts our colon because the seed and the plant itself has properties that make it resistant to herbicides and weed killer and things. And so it sounds like that was something that
2: impacted your digestive system. Absolutely. And we are what we eat, whether it's the animals and what they eat. And, you know, we don't see a lot of our grandparents having had digestive issues like this. But when you take little pieces of Roundup that people are using to kill off plants, and there's residues of that in the seed, it's going to go into our gut and it is going to throw off our gut balance. The other factor is that all of the regular, and this is this will blow your mind, but we have a company, a billion dollar company, only about 30 miles away from here. And they are in charge of taking formaldehyde and two other, they use uh, liquid formaldehyde and two other granules um, that they mix together. And it goes in all regular animal feed. They use this in order to make it so that it kills off any threats that could be in the food or anything that could hatch, you know, before the food actually gets to the animals. And it's amazing. I've talked to people who worked there and they pretty much had to wear hazmat suits. And a lot of the people had to quit due to um, headaches and brain problems and stuff like that. And that's going into all the regular animal foods. So if you look at the GMOs and the other factors that are in regular animal feed, we're taking all of that in, not even really knowing. And so we're already at a disadvantage.
1: Oh, my goodness. We really kind of are eating ourselves sick. So now that you know all of this, you've kind of healed through your own journey. Tell me how you create a household that where eating healthy food is normal.
2: So when when you're looking at all of the different areas of your home, I think it's important. The food is definitely a factor, but there are some other low-hanging fruit that people may not always see as a threat. And, And one of my favorite coaches over time, I remember him saying the enemy of great is good. And when we look at, what we're doing could be good in our household, I really feel that because we're honoring our bodies as the temples of the Holy Spirit, we need to try to do great because there are so many other factors that we don't have control over. And so some of these things might be ouchy points for people because they may not recognize them as threats. And well, I'll definitely go back to the food, but one of those things is anything that you... Put in your walls or your plug-in anywhere or any synthetic fragrance any candles even if they are soy candles they still have fragrance in them and the body doesn't know how to distinguish that from a regular threat if you know that if you're positively sensitive when you go into a restroom and the air freshener or the thing that goes pssst, Or if anything, if it bothers you when you walk into Michael's or Joanne Fabrics, then you know that your sensitive factor might be on. And it's really important to weed those things out. And there are so many good alternatives with essential oils, from the cold press diffusers to other things like that. And I myself many years ago was using all of the bath and body type things in the wall. And I, I realized after I had pneumonia, because we had black mold in our previous home, that I began to start having a sensitivity to those things and they needed to be weeded out. And then after we did a lot of research, a lot of those things can cause imbalances in hormones as well as other factors. And so making sure that you're providing a toxic free home is such a key thing. And the lowest hanging fruit is going to be any synthetic perfumes and fragrances, and also those hand sanitizers. We have a great recipe that's super easy that you can use essential oils because um, essential oils are very antibacterial. And it's, a one ounce glass bottle or a pet plastic bottle that is safe to use. And you, it's the 10, 10, 10 method, 10 drops of essential oils, 10 drops of aloe, 10 drops of a grain alcohol, and you fill the rest of it up with purified or distilled water, shake and go. I mean, our schools are inundated with hand sanitizer and the doctor's offices and everywhere we go that sometimes it's become a part of what people have done and we just have to reprogram. So even though they request those items at school moms, you can send your child with their own. And then they can have that in their desk. So then it's all set for them and they don't have to have the things that are there. And you just instruct the teacher. And when I go back to the food, I'll also talk about kind of how we handle school and birthday parties and some of those other things as well. Wow. So interesting. So how does a fragrance or the sanitation alcohol impact hormones? The neurotransmitters are affected by those synthetic fragrances. and. My husband goes deep into all of the research based on it, but what it does is it's an insult to the brain and it's micro insults and it's continued use micro insults using the fragrance body lotions, using the fragrance body care products, using the hair and and conditioner products with fragrance in it. Now, there are certain brands that are more holistic than others, but one of the greatest things that I encourage people to do is get something like an unscented Desert Essence Organics shampoo and conditioner because that is not using sodium lauryl sulfate or sodium laureth sulfate or any of the other cousins of that that they're trying to change to make their product current and get the unscented and then add your own essential oils to that. So for instance, if you're trying to grow some of your hair volume, you'll want to use peppermint and rosemary. If you have more of an itchy scalp, you're going to want to use tea tree and lavender or a combination of the four of those. If you have frizzy hair, you use geranium. But the proportion is for every one ounce of your mixture, you use six to eight drops of essential oils. And that's something that we do, so if you don't have time to DIY and make your own hair care products, then get a good unscented organic one and do it yourself. On our website, naturallivingfamily.com, I give you my oil base. Uh, And my oil base is, um, it's kind of a large volume thing, but that's what we use in all of our sinks around the house. And that's the body care that my kids put on. And then we just change out the essential oils, make it very easy. Again, six to eight drops for every one ounce of that mixture. And that's really how we transformed our whole medicine cabinet was starting with the body care products, because when we had black mold, and even before that, I was in the shower one day and got. and I always pray, and, and this is the thing, you can ask the Holy Spirit to show you the next area of change for you. And he is always well faithful to do that. And sometimes you're like, oh man, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> and, um, and. I remember in the shower one day, because that's where God speaks to me a lot, and I was looking at the water and God just showed me, you know, your skin is your largest organ and people are so worried about what they're putting in it, but what are they putting on it? It just blew me away because here I had all these scented things from everywhere and I would scent it based on the season and all of that. And, And God really showed me what to do to not lose that same kind of thing and change the sense throughout the season based on what time of year it was, but it was a transformation. And in that transformation, what you'll find is a new level of sensitivity and that is good. And when you do that, you'll notice that your cleaning products also need to be changed out too because they're going to start to bother you if they're not natural. And, and because people, you know, 10, 15 years ago, some of the over the counter natural cleaning products, they were horrible, like horrible. They didn't clean at all. But now, you know, because we have tested so many things and I think we've progressed so much more. We have a lot of the ingredients within our natural household to make our own products and using essential oils gives them that naturally antibacterial function to it, as well as if, you're, um, if you use essential oils and you have a favorite company, their immunity blend. That's a great thing to use while you're in your kitchen because an all-purpose cleanser that uses um, an immune-boosting blend Of essential oils is great if you don't have access to you know a specific brand or you don't care then you can make your own um, immune boosting blend and that's um, going to be equal parts of lemon orange cinnamon clove eucalyptus and rosemary and having those together really creates the ability to not just be antibacterial, but it also has the ability, and it's proven by research, to be able to kill the flu virus. So knowing that you have these powerful plant-based compounds at your fingertips, you're able to do a lot more, because all of these cleaning products and these antibacterial things, they're killing our microbiome. There is such things as leaky gut. We know that, right? But leaky skin as well. We know there's a brain-skin-gut connection and making sure that we do what we can because that's what's creating the super bugs out there. Bugs are getting smarter and they they are figuring out ways around this antibacterial stuff. The things remain is that the essential oils, these plant-based chemicals have the ability to still kill those things off. Wow.
1: I mean, let's think about this. Okay. So when our home is full of Toxins. We've got candles, and we're using fragrance. Everything (laughs) we are using, you know, the whole bleach for our kitchen and all of that stuff. What it's doing is that it's it's putting the toxins in our body, and that's impacting us at a cellular level. But what it sounds like is that we don't. We're not asking people to make huge changes, like start a new habit. You would just flip flop things out. I know we have not done all of our body care yet, but I will probably start now. But we have started creating our own cleaning products in the kitchen. And once you have a bottle, you can buy a spray bottle from Amazon, those dark glass ones. You create your concoction, and then you use it as normal. And it hasn't really been a hard switch. Now that we know, we can do better. Uh, Have you found that there's other kind of easy swaps people
2: can make? Yes. And I will tell you, granite spray, it is so easy. Using Castile soap and white vinegar, peppermint essential oil, water, and a few other ingredients makes up our granite spray. And I have people who ask to please use my granite spray. I have babysitters that ask me if they can clean the counter just because they want to smell it. And I don't know anybody who like goes and grabs the you know, generic off the counter, off the shelf uh, granite spray because I like the smell of it. But the the other switch outs that you can do are your hand soap. Let's look at a, a baby um, unscented Castile soap or an unscented um, organic soap for the bathroom. Same kind of thing. On one side of the sink, I have um, my, the soap that I make with six to eight drops of essential oils for every one ounce of that mixture. On the other side, I have my Mama Z's oil base with six to eight drops of essential oils for every one ounce. So you can mix and match, or you can have them be the same at the sink, you know, during the winter times. Oh, let's put the peppermint there. Um, during the fall times, let's put the immunity blend there. It has kind of a fallish, um, smell to it. Um, During the holiday times or Thanksgiving time, if you look at some of the essential oils that create the feeling in the kitchen, I've put together a blend that has cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, allspice, Vanilla and I'm missing one I can't remember the other one those all together create pumpkin pie spice right so and then the vanilla those are powerful still together especially the clove and the cinnamon and what it does for the body even how it it balances your blood sugar with the cinnamon and the clove is a huge antioxidant but guess what it smells like Thanksgiving and you're able to mix and match, and for the people that have used scented things before, maybe they liked orange and ginger together, or a bunch of the citruses, or citruses mixed with peppermint. Because guess what? Not only does that smell good, but it helps you burn fat and tighten and tone your body. So not just making these little switches, they end up being big switches for your body because not only are you not adding insult to your body, but you're actually doing something that's life-giving that can help benefit and boost your body in a positive way. You know, I didn't even think of that.
1: It's not just about detoxing and getting the the toxins out of our house, but when you replace them with something that's actually good for you and then can add value to your body and help you feel better, help you with that inflammation, and help your body do what it's supposed to do, you'll
2: feel better. Exactly. Now, in our toxic free healthy home makeover, we go through all the six areas of our homes that could be most toxic. So we're talking about your bathroom, your laundry room your kitchen, your pantry and your garden area. And if you look at each one of those, you know, we are all on our own detoxification, natural voyage per se, and we all have our own story and we're all trying to to be Better and better each day and you know I always pray that God will show me the next area that I need to master and we within that I go through each area and I kind of share about how we do what we do and why we do it but the other factor is when we travel and we travel a lot so we have a certain protocol whether we travel by car or we travel by airplane. I travel with a food suitcase. Or if we're driving by car, I have a go bag that has all of our staples, no matter where we're at, whether it's an Airbnb or um, or it is a hotel. And I have three lists, and I'm sure all of us have our own lists for our own family. But it's the things that we use on a regular basis. And you know what? If you If you have a list in front of you of the things that you use every day, I guarantee you, you will figure out some of the things that you can and cannot live without your staples. Well, then my next list is the things that the place that we're going needs to have or I need to bring them. And the final list is the things I need to pick up once I'm there. And I feel like if you do that, then you set yourself up for success in every aspect,
1: absolutely you're on, you're on purpose you are not just at a whim for what's at the airport or what's at the gas station you because are, it will
2: oh, yeah. it will always let you down yeah. and my favorite pastor said always go with the 5 Ps. proper planning prevents poor performance and you know 15 years ago we did not have the type of ingredients at the grocery store that we do now and praise the lord because it took us the people like us asking for these things that the change happens so sometimes we need to be the change that we want to see happen in this world and other times we have to make that change um, happen in order to see it actually cycle through and 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 years later we'll reap some of the benefits of it
1: so mama z how many kiddos do you have we have four we have four kids
2: four Um, and how old are they They are 10, 8, 6, and 3. Fun. And how the heck do you get them to eat healthy? This is a thing. And one of my doctor friends many years ago said something really important. Everything is a transition. And if your family is on the Oreos, as he said, then they may need to switch to Newton's O's before they go to a naturally home-baked cookie. And I think that's, that's important to realize because some people may have the household stuff down. Some people may have the food stuff down. And, and maybe they're as, aspiring in other areas. I think it's important to, to note that we don't try to make things extra difficult. We do keep our, our life free of those inflammatory allergy ingredients, which is wheat, sugar, gluten, preservatives, dairy, casein, table salt, soy. And we fill them with other ingredients, and I try to make it easy because our kids have really they have had had, had a culture of this, but I'm not going to say that you know one or both of our kids will try to have a standoff with us and, and you know when that happens, you know our vegetables are going to be eaten first, and if that's all they end up eating, then that's their choice. And that sometimes is a hard little thing to go through, but they they then learn that that is an important thing. And we try to work with each of them to make sure that they're getting exactly what they need. And we make, you know, kids like having organization and they they like to be able to count on certain things. And so... I try to make our schedule of what we eat every week very similar, but allowing a lot of flexibility in it. So for instance, Monday night is breakfast dinner. So it could be a crustless quiche or a quiche. It could be almond pancakes. It could be a variety of different things that we may do. We'll do taco Tuesday where we'll do vegan taco dip or we'll do avocado tacos and you know we change it up though every single week is something different and you know what we end up doing is using some of the ingredients that maybe we didn't finish on that taco tray to make our pizza a couple days later that's healthy, made with cauliflower or almond-crusted pizza. Our kids are not going to sit there and eat all vegetables and rice cakes. They're just not going to do it. And so allowing them good flexibility where they have some say in it is really important. Equally as important is having an absolutely Uh, a high standard that must be attained at school, and laying the groundwork. Because, you know, your kids may or may not be sensitive, or you may or may not know to these ingredients, but guess what they are? They are. They're inflammatory ingredients, and they may or may not have an issue right now, but it, it may be actually causing them issues. And because school only does this or that, they don't know how to process a sensitivity, it's an allergy. And you really have to go in it like that in order to get the response because then they're worried about you instead of, oh, well, we don't have to please her. It's just a sensitivity. Who knows what will happen? No, no, no. If it's an allergy, then they will make an accommodation towards you. So what happens is our kids never go without. So I have a Mama Z approved snack bag because it could be Johnny's birthday and they forgot to tell us it was Johnny's birthday and, oh no, they had cupcakes and and this happened and they ended up eating a cupcake. Well, you don't want that. And it takes two to three weeks to get some of those ingredients out of your system. So we want to make sure that we are continuing to honor our bodies as the temples of the Holy Spirit. And that way... You know what, if you know in advance, I'll tell you what I do, uh, but if, if you, let's say they have something else that happens at school and they're going to give a snack, you always have an alternative. And for snack time, you put two snacks in the bag. That way there's, who knows, if they end up getting hungrier or whatever, then they have an extra snack to help them out. But we don't over-focus on birthdays and stuff like that when it comes to desserts. I usually make cupcakes healthy they're naturally sweetened um, cupcakes and then i freeze them and what happens is everybody had one or what or none whatever they decided and then they're frozen so then when it is somebody's birthday and i know in advance I have a little plastic cupcake holder that I put the cupcake in and send it to school. And then they have an alternative. And I do the same thing for birthday parties. If they're going to have pizza, then I make the pizza. I get it all set for them. They're not ever without. We always have something. So basically what I tell school is they cannot have anything unless I approve it. And I think that standard makes it they're much more cautious with your child and they need to be. We are entrusted with our children and we want them to get the kind of nourishment that we know that that's happening and not that when they're under our household, we know that it's happening.
1: Right, right. Ooh, such good ideas. Tell me, what are some Mama Z approved
2: snacks? (laughs) So one of the ones that we like is the Skinny Pop. That's pretty easy, and that and you can find that even at places like Costco, and they're individually wrapped. There are a variety of different, you know, fruits that we put regularly because we know that they're going to be at school, and they're going to use those things within that day or an after-school snack if they didn't eat their second snack. We'll do all the fruit things um, in their bag. And, it, and it's really neat because one of the teachers caught on to what we were doing, and they now give uh, classroom bucks per se, um, for kids that have healthy snacks instead of cookies and other things like that. Cause it would blow your mind what people have during snack time. Some of the other things that we have, and it all depends if your school allows nuts or doesn't. Our school does not in the preschool areas. And I, and one of the reasons why, and I had one of my children were allergic to nuts. Um, but one of the reasons is is that they think that people may or may not know that they're allergic to those things, and so they just don't allow them for the younger um, grades. But in the older grades, they do allow those things. And I always try to have, uh, make we make our own um, nut snacks. Uh, I know even Trader Joe's has ones where they're just nuts and um, a few raisins in it instead of, the stuff that also has sugar in it. Because that's the other thing, if you do raisins, you have to make sure it doesn't have added sugar to it too. Raisins is another good option, organic, of course. And I always try to tell parents as well, you don't have to buy everything organic, but definitely use the Environmental Working Group, their Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen that they have. Like the Clean 15 is the ones that you don't need to buy organic because they either have thicker skins, or it's a crop that doesn't need extra pesticides. But if it is, the dirty dozen, then those are the things you wanna focus on, like grapes and, and your greens and your other things that really do need to be your berries, organic. But I absolutely love any kind of nut snacks. They make a little butter that's called nutso. And so if you add extra vegetables within their lunch, like carrot sticks or celery, then they have something good like that to be able to to nibble on. Also, Laura bars. Laura bars are great. They're only a couple ingredients. You do have to watch out though on the on the chocolate chip ones because those do contain sugar. So always make sure you read all of the ingredients um, because that will help you. We like dehydrated fruit, and um, we have certain dehydrated fruit that we'll get. And then there's always, of course, those the squeezy fruits that have um, both vegetables and fruits in them. I mean, fresh is always going to be better, but if you have an alternative and, and it is something that your kids like, then um, having applesauce or, you know, one that also mixes greens in with it too is something helpful to have within your snack bag during your classroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and for your children, this is
1: just normal. Sounds like they probably don't fight you every
2: day because this is just the way it is now, right? It is the way that it is. And they, and they know that. We've always had little hurdles with different kids not eating this vegetable or that vegetable. So that's when we came up with Dr. Z's uh, chocolate pudding. And it's, the recipe is on the website. And basically, we, have, we use avocado. In other countries, avocado is not, it, it's a fruit we know that it's a fruit, but we don't use it as a fruit. Other countries do. So you mix cacao and avocado and um, coconut milk and it creates this amazing chocolate pudding. Okay. And then you add other things in it, but we would hide things that they weren't eating like beets and like other things like that in there. And then they would, we'd make sure during dinner that they would have this chocolate mousse and get some of the extra ingredients when they were younger and they were you know, fighting us on certain things. And that right. really helps too.
1: Yeah, that's a great tip. I've made the avocado pudding before and it's super delicious. So it's definitely a good staple to have. Now I know Absolutely. that for any change that kids kind of just need to know you're serious. <laughs> yes. Um, and so for us as parents, if we want healthier eating to be more of a habit within our home, It really does start with us deciding on a small change and sticking to it. And even if they fight with us for a couple of days, once they know that we're for real,
2: they typically adapt and like the structure. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. And it does take that though. You know, I've had parents call me, oh my gosh, this is not going well. And, you know, I've had parents that, that were feeding their kids fruit loops after school every day. And that that's a big kind of change to go from fruit loops every day to carrots and celery. You know what I'm saying? So those kind of things happen. But as you make those changes towards that other direction, taste buds change, their bodies change, what they desire changes. And when you, those changes happen, you'll see that. So allow yourself grace in the transition period, because, and I don't mean like give in and allow them to have rudy pebbles, but I, I'm saying that definitely allow yourself grace because in all transitions, and it, it, and you can think back from being single to being married, married to one child or more, there is a change that happens and we need to allow ourselves grace during that period. And God makes up the difference. He will perfect those things that concern you. And whatever you put your hand to, he will make it prosper. And God gives you a shield of favor. And you just pray that over yourself, especially as you're making those changes. I used to pray over my hands. I'm like, Lord, I know not what I'm doing, but you do. So help me create this meal. And over time, our meal repertoire doubled, tripled, quadrupled. and and it was God. And God can work through us in that way. And it can be a ministry for your family and take it on in that way. Because we want our bodies, especially as Christians, we want our bodies to be able to go the distance. I can't tell you how many of our brothers and sisters and every single event that's at church is all based around food and it's not good. And so we do have to be that change. And your body will thank you. The scale will thank you. I don't get on the scale. I haven't gotten on the scale for years, but, um, but the scale will thank you even if you don't get on it. And also you'll be able to, to get on and over this hurdle for what God has you for. Cause he's called us according to his purpose and he has a special purpose for each and every one of us. And so we need to get over the everyday hurdles to be able to go on for the purpose that God has for us.
1: Amen. Amen. And you guys, it takes two to three weeks for the sugar to get out of your system for those allergens to get out of your system. So stay the course one day at a time. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, your body will thank you. Your kids will thank you because they'll feel so much better and they'll have clean energy and not so high and low kind of ups and downs and crashes and their schoolwork will probably thank you as well. So I do want to mention that you were just crowned Mrs. Georgia. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Yes, in June, I was crowned Mrs. Georgia. And it's been such a a whirlwind um, up to Mrs. America, which was last weekend.
1: And you earned top six of Mrs. America, which is so thrilling. So can you tell us a little bit about what you learned for us as mamas who want to dig deep and kind of become our best selves, what are some things you've learned on your Mrs. Georgia journey?
2: You know, it was just that I had realized, you know, I had been um, birthing and having kids, I I was pregnant or nursing for 11 years. And um, I knew that I needed to to grow even more. And, um, I, one thing I loved about the Mrs. America organization was it, it had uh, all of those factors, you know, um, the preparation for interview, which trained me to do what I do every day with all of the interviews that I do. Um, the physical fitness and swimsuit competition, Uh, you know, that us mamas, after we've had all these babies, some things aren't exactly where they started out with. It was a good challenge for me. And I actually, at my state competition, I won every area of competition from the swimsuit. And and I competed against girls who were in their 20s. And I'm 41 now. And that was a big accomplishment for me. But also, in the evening gown, you're focused on your your grace and poise and all of that. And you get to wear beautiful dresses. And it's, it's, it's amazing girl time where you get to meet all these other like-minded women. But because we all are so passionate about something and that, of course, we're passionate about our children and our family granted. But there are other things that we're passionate about. Maybe it's about mentoring other women in Christ that are younger. Maybe it's about reaching other women for Christ. It could be all of these other things. And what I found through the Mrs. America organization is it opened doors that would not have otherwise been open. And it got me in front of people that I would never have met if it wouldn't have been for the pageant. So besides the personal growth development factor, um, being able to be involved with an organization that really is centered around personal growth and helping other people grow was huge. Because not only were you able to build yourself up, but also give back.
1: Mm, absolutely. And I feel like if we're not growing, then we're slowly dying. And so, yes. For those of you who are listening who are like, all right, I want to grow in this natural health arena, whether it's Toxicity within your house, making some swaps or up leveling your relationship with food and choosing to have healthy snacks a bit more accessible for your kids. I know you are very active on social media. You've got your fan page, and then you also have naturallivingfamily.com. And you also have some freebies to help our listeners who are ready for their next step it's a toxic free, healthy home makeover. And then some gluten-free, allergy-free recipes
2: and and classes for people. Can you tell us what you have for them? Yes, you'll be able to have a free viewing of any one of these. Our Toxic-Free Healthy Home Makeover, where I walk you through all those areas in our home and show you um, how to do what we do when it comes to making transitions in all of these areas um, in your home our allergy-friendly gluten-free cooking courses. I have both our salads course and our Italian course. And this is not just your iceberg lettuce type of a, of, of a experience, but so some of our salads, I have our five bean salad. I have a, an amazing potato salad, but it's made with sweet potatoes, or you can do a combination of both. And, um, It just will blow your mind on how you can make salads not just beautiful, but also awesome and tasty for your family and for your mouth. And so we go through, I, I give you a couple dressing recipes, some beverages, all of these different areas, whether it's a side dish um, salad or if it's more of a main course salad, and then our gluten-free Italian. And again, all of our recipes have all the options. They're you know wheat-free, gluten-free, preservative-free, dairy-free, casein-free, Soy-free but not free of flavor, and we have a couple recipes in the gluten-free Italian that are gluten-friendly. So if you can do a super sifted um spelt, then I give you the option, and I give you the option for totally gluten-free um for the pizza that's there. So we take some of the traditional recipes that our family has made for decades. We use gnocchi, we do lasagna, and this will blow your mind because when we made this transition, you know know, Eric also being Italian, he was like mourning the loss of his pasta and his lasagna. But I use either an almond or gluten-free pasta for that. And for the ricotta cheese, instead of that, I use an unsweetened coconut milk yogurt, which you cannot tell the difference. And I teach you how to make your own sauce. And for people who don't grow Um, things in the garden, I give you the option of how to do that when you have ingredients from the store so that you can have the taste of home but not have it take as long as well. And um, some other um, recipes that our family has um, created over the years as well to give you options, again, different salads, different um, beverages, different dressings in this course, as well as different desserts so that you have a good variety of different things to try with your family. And then you'll find within that, that you're going to start adding more things to your repertoire. And I also give you my pantry makeover. There's two kinds of people. There's people like my husband and people like me. The people like my husband will throw everything out right now that's not good for them and put things that are good for them in there. And then there are people like me who know that we're on a budget, we're all on a budget. And as those things are gone, I mean, and there's a few obviously like sugar and other things like that that need to go like immediately, but that you, as those things are done, you're going to upgrade each of your ingredients in your pantry and change what your staples are now in your pantry. And so all of these courses do include as part of the book, it includes the pantry makeover. So you have a little bit more of an idea of what you can do to help change your kitchen and your lifestyle um, bit by bit, piece by piece, because all those little changes end up to big changes overall for you and your family.
1: Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And where can we go to find these?
2: I will actually provide you with a link for your people and everything else. They can reach us at naturallivingfamily.com.
1: Awesome, you guys. So take a look at the show notes because the link will be there. And I know wherever you're starting from, one change, one habit change, it becomes easy. And then you do another one and then you do another one and then you do another one. And I can tell you, you can be in a different place in one year if you start today. So Mama Z, thank you so much for hanging out with us today for your, yes. for your wisdom, your experience and your practical ideas for helping us all live better.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so my pleasure. Can I say a prayer over your people? Absolutely. Okay. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for all of these dear people, Lord. And I just thank you for all the knowledge that you've provided today, Lord. I just thank you over each and every one of their households. God bless them. I thank you, Lord, that you do perfect those things that concern them. And I thank you, Lord, that you will open doors that no man can open. So we just thank you, God, that you will speak to each and every one of, um, the people listening today and that you will bless them and you will help them grow stronger. You'll show them the next area of change that they need to make. And God, we thank you for your grace during the times of transition and all that you do. I thank you, Lord, that you will bless whatever they put their hands to God, that you will give them favor with their family. And God, we know where things may look impossible. We know with you, God, all things are possible. So I just thank you for making, um, making miracles happen even if it seems far away with children making changes and all of that we know God that even with a mustard seed size of faith that you can move mountains so I thank you God for moving all of the bad mountains out of the way in our households and I just thank you God for helping us be more and more a light for you and honoring our bodies as the temples of the Holy Spirit that you designed them so that we can go on for what you have for us and we thank you God for it in every way in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Thank you so, so much, you guys. And remember to dream
0: big